and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the pay-per-view War Stories, a breakdown of us breaking down every WCW and WWF pay-per-view during the Monday Night War Stories, and this week we are doing No Way Out. Is that for WCW or WWF, since it's NWO initials? That's a good question, but it is WWF. Okay. It's WWF sold out. There it is. The end is here. Oh, that's a different one. That's like, that's like the other... It's the final countdown. That's the other ones. Oh. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Oh, glad to be reviewing a pay-per-view that took place inside a mall. Posteroni, baby. What are you going to do when the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Booble, comes after you? This show sucks. I know we're on it. Fuck you, slap nuts. I agree. <laughs> uh, we're in Hartford, Connecticut. At the Civic Center, which is attached to a mall. Uh, yeah. This was the famously the site of WrestleMania 11, which shows you how bad the business was in 95. Prestigious award. It was on that card, Corey, but WrestleMania 11. Bam, bam, Bigelow uh, lost to Lawrence Taylor. Well, as you should. Diesel defeated Shawn Michaels, who went out of his way to overshadow Diesel in the match and totally... Sean would never right. do that. No, click on click, baby. Bob Backlund did the impossible and dragged Bret Hart to a bad match. I mean, Goldberg. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> but at least Bob didn't end his career, I guess. Uh, or did he? <laughs> <laughs> the Smoking Guns lost to Owen and Yoko for the tag belts. Bang, bang. It's the only good match you've said so far. Undertaker defeated King Kong Bundy. Oh, what's the worst match you've said so far? Uh, oh, wait. Razor Ramon beat Jeff Jarrett by disqualification to not win the Intercontinental title. What? And the opener. Lex Luger and the British Bulldog defeated them Harris boys, or I mean Jacob and Eli Blue, <laughs> to win a meaningless tag match. Wait a minute. So you're saying the British Bulldog yep. is also part of Team Package? Yes. Yes. It's Luger, Flair, and the Bulldog, baby. The forgotten member of Team Package. Bulldog is the third man. Yeah. Boom. It's it's there. And Uh, and Flair will be knobbing his balls, too, in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, Songy Dong's fighting this Saturday, Corey. Hey, hey! And his cousin Slobby Knob. My favorite. Oh, brother. Uh, Where art thou? Oh, brother. Uh, February 27th of the year 2000. Uh, the attendance for this one was 12,551. I'm bullshit. <laughs> it's Harvard Civic Center. There's 7,000 people there. <laughs> Fuck. I'm not saying it's not a sellout. There's not 12,000 people there, though. Would they count the food court? <laughs> yes. Fucking liars. And the people inside Sears. Whoever was watching a movie that time? No, fuck you. There's not 12,000 people there. Well, here you go. I got, I got capacities here for you. I'm sure you do. Uh, Nobody would see you on the internet, Joe. From, and for basketball. <laughs> that lame stream media is going to tell you. So for basketball, from 1989 to t- 2014, you get 16,294. <laughs> that sounds generous. The fuck you do. <laughs> uh, for hockey, in that same time frame, is 15,635. The whale. The whale. Uh, <laughs> uh, buy rate for this actually is on the Wikipedia page 480,000. I mean, we'll get we'll get to it later. There's a lot happening. Uh, it's a hot period, and I'm sure Foley loves the fact that his final match was in a shopping mall. Honestly, the, it's very McFoley in that hell. To hole, be honest, in that hell hole that is Connecticut. At least it wasn't Long Island. <laughs> That's true. This is still better than Nassau Coliseum. 
Well, for Dose oh, W's last pay per view, didn't they get like eight thousand, like eighty five hundred for In the, the Cow Palace, Palace yeah. which can hold like twenty four thousand right? yeah. people? For Super Brawl, I got like yeah. yeah, boy. So Corey, yeah, how did we get to <laughs> this lovely pay per view? Um, I, I, I'm sure most of them got there by airplane. The oh, Rock okay. uh, isn't athletic enough to hold himself up. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the Rumble. There was some shenanigans. In the in the rumble finish, uh, so now they're gonna have a match between The Rock and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rock and the Big Show, where the winner uh, gets to go to WrestleMania 2000, which Gross. They, they jumped from 15 to 2000 awful fucking quick. <sighs> uh, and then we have the rematch of Triple H and Cactus Jack. This time, career versus title. Inside Hell in a Cell. On a pole. On a pole. It's, it's Last man standing. Just as you get. It's, there's, there's a hat and a hat situation here, and uh, <laughs> we'll get to it later. But um, they sure know how to open a fucking pay per view. Yes, they do. But I mean, by, by that, I mean, given us the match that I was probably looking most forward to right off the bat. Fair. So let's break this uh, pay per view down, shall we? Uh, commentary teams, once again, good old JR and uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, the stage is a small Titantron with like a a mini, you can, we can call it like a mini cage kind of thing. Yeah, contraption like, kind of. I think it was supposed to be like a, like a prison exit gate. Yeah. I think is what it was supposed oh, to be. Okay. Um, you know, in a... In an arena like the Hartford Civic Center. There's not room for sets. <laughs> there's not room for a huge set. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually kind of like the uh, slimmed down version of it. Because it wasn't built around the Titan simple drive. and I like would, it. it. I wouldn't mind if they went back to it. Like, you know seriously? I mean? like, for current day, you they at the house shows, they do two Titantrons. Put one up top and then just make a weird stage. Yeah. That's it. It's, I mean, it's, we all just want to be fisted as a WWE universe. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. I'd love to That's fisted. all it is. That's all we want. Uh, we get the start uh, promo of highlights of Cactus and Triple H. We get the voiceover from the SmackDown promo from one Cactus Jack narrating the promos. Before you get going on the pay-per-view, and it, it first struck me in this opening bit, does this pay-per-view seem a little dark to you guys? Like, like there's not a lot of light. Lighting lights? Yeah, like, yeah, like it's... Uh, it's very reminiscent of like a early nineties like Saturday night. Yeah, like not at just the Georgia Mountain Center show. Well, maybe like, because not, they're at the Civics. Yeah, as in, <laughs> not just like in the arena itself, but also the video packages yeah. and just there's not a lot of color on this show. Like it's muted, is I guess the best way I would put it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. To our, we're going to go straight to our first match. As uh, is going to be Kurt Angle. Versus Chris Jericho, who comes out China for the Intercontinental Championship. Kurt says that he's going to be the Eurocontinental Champion. First ever. He has to first. Fuck you, D'Lo. And he has to make fun of uh, Connecticut <laughs> I mean, for their uh, hockey team leaving. You know, Angle won a gold medal with a broken neck. He didn't break somebody's neck. <laughs> okay. So. Damn. Fuck. Point to lie out. <laughs> 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 Poor DeLorean. He's a pimp now. It's fine. <laughs> Here he comes with Mac. He recovered. He recovered. Uh, neck. Best way to get over it. Pimp some hose. There it is. <laughs> uh, Jericho comes out. Chi- well, first, China gets her own intro. With well, that of course she does. Stupid bazooka. 
an albatross around Jericho's neck. I just, I've always hoped she just got catches the sea on fire. I feel like there's one time that the gun doesn't go off. Oh, there's probably many. No. We've all experienced it, Joe. Mm. Like, yeah. I'm not saying Drink there's some juice. not a place for her. There obviously is. She's over. They've put a lot of money and time into her. There's obviously something to do with China. It's just not being an albatross around you know, Jericho's it, neck. The, the Jericho thing is right its course. We need yeah. to split yeah. them the fuck yeah. up. Uh, I will say, if you haven't, go watch the China documentary from Vice. It is, however, super depressing. I decided uh, I decided the ultimate way to, to depress yourself into committing suicide is to watch that uh, show <clears throat> while listening to uh, Jeff Buckley do Hallelujah over and over on a loop. Yeah, oh yeah. And you're also destroying yourself. She lost to Joey <laughs> Botafuco in a boxing match. I remember that. that was... So there's that. Uh, the the <laughs> after WWF period of her life is just so. Ooh, yeah. And Joey Botafuco. Like, to me, the highlight is doing porn. Like, yeah. One night, Jenna. Uh, Jericho calls out and calls uh, Angle an idiot and an imbecile. Hmm? And that Jericho. Oh, uh, What's the third eye? He had three. Uh. Idiot Ingramus, thank yeah. you. Uh, Jericho says that he will be and the... For a week and a half ago, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? I spoke it out on my thing. I... <laughs> no. Uh, he's going to be the uh, intercontinental champion after this match. Uh, fast pace to start this match. Crowd's behind Jericho. Uh, Angle dropped toe holds Jericho onto across the bottom rope. They brawl the outside for a bit. Jericho goes for a clothesline on Angle, but Angle ducks and Jericho hits the post. Angle throws Jericho into the steel steps, but Jericho jumps off and hits a moonsault. They still do ropes in WWF, right? They're not cables. They're ropes. Yeah, they're still ropes. They're ropes. Yeah. They're the only company. Because like, well, I was thinking, I was like, I wouldn't take that spot if I Jericho if it was steel. If it's a rope, yeah, that's okay. I'm not taking that neck first on a fucking steel cable. It's definitely a give and take. I mean, look at Cactus Jack lost his ear because of the steel cables. If it had been rope, it wouldn't have been that bad. However... Mm-hmm. The rope, rope ropes are far more dangerous in that they'll break they'll more break, often. They'll break, snap. And, and you're going off the ropes, and that fucking thing snaps, and all of a sudden you're just ejected out of the ring violently with no idea. Remember that match on Raw that summer? It was yeah. the Alkalites and the Allies, and the fucking yeah. ring broke, which yeah. turned into an amazing match. But yeah, it just fucking snapped. <laughs> so I guess it's a give and take. It's, you know, if we go current day, when AJ Styles shows up, he had to learn how to. He, he, when, like, the day of, he's like, I have to do the springboard forearm. And I have no idea if I'll be able to do it because yeah, I've know. never done it on ropes. Don't know before. the distance I'll get for it. Doesn't uh. know how hard you have to jump compared to the steel. Yeah. Uncle Donald told me it'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, Angle trips Jericho on the top turnbuckle, and Angle then hits a belly to belly suplex off the top turnbuckle. Jericho with a double underhook uh, into a backbreaker. Angle then goes for the long headlock because he's the heel, so he has to slow down that pace. Angle works on Jericho's arm during the match, punches it, kicks it, puts it in an arm bar. Angle goes for a hurricane rana, but Jericho catches him and power bombs him and picks him up and does it again. Angle hits the Amer- uh, Olympic slam, but then celebrates. But Jericho kicks out because of that one second of celebration. Now, there goes your three. Angle goes for the belt and tries to hit Jericho with it, but the ref pulls the belt away from him. Jericho is able to put the walls of Jericho on Angle, but Angle is able to get to the ropes to break it up. Angle grabs the European Championship and threatens to hit China with it. Jericho clotheslines Angle into China, who falls into the steel steps. 
Uh, Jericho then goes and hits a moonsault. However, Angle grabs the European belt and puts it in front of Jericho's face, hitting him with it. Angle covers Chris Jericho. And your new Intercontinental Champion, Kurt Angle, 10 minutes and 14 seconds. Bit underwhelming for me. Expected more out of the two. It's not a bad match. It's not what I'm saying. But it definitely felt like they did not get out of third gear. I'm kind of along the lines with you. Um, it just felt it wasn't long enough for these two to really tell a good athletic story. Um, I gave it three and a half. It's a hot start to the show. But they didn't go long enough for me. They could have easily clipped uh, or chipped or chopped off a couple of matches. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> it's one of those things where if China wasn't out there, so you'd have to work around the China spot, yep. it would have helped the match. Angle and his meteoric push is running wild. And that's take a minute. Three months in the main roster. Two belts. He's got two belts going into Mania. That's that's ridiculous. How soon did The Rock win the, his draw? Three months. It was three yeah. months. And that one was too early. That it was just, too early. And then it also gave us uh, an old champ, uh, Taft Cappy. So, yeah. You know. so, so fuck you all around. So it. fuck all that. Whoever decided to book him the winner on that title. <laughs> uh, that's... Th- I... This is a weird thing, right? Taz got fucked. Oh. He should have debuted in September or whatever, right? Didn't yeah. Right, Jericho comes in, the hottest thing for a while. Right, Taz comes in, makes a big splash, but then you know the radicals come in. Angle's getting this push, kind of usurping Jericho. They just keep like, oh, we have this new toy. We have a better toy. Oh, it's another new toy. And just like, it's. I mean, at some point, I mean, you have to. People have to lose, but like, Jesus Christ. Which is what they do now, still, except for new, it's old. Hey, look at that old toy I found. Hey, well, hey look, Edge is still breathing. Let's play that one again. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, here it is. Well, um, I feel like it doesn't mean as much as it could, and I know I'm going to be sound like a, an old school whiner, but if they hadn't have done all the hoo ha with double champions and matches that determine that. If it had just been Jericho with a solid two-and-a-half-month title reign and Angle beats him, to me it would mean a little more than a, like three weeks since the unification match. I don't know. Yeah. Ugh, just doesn't I, work I, for me. I, I enjoyed this match for it was. It was somewhat in that refreshing, even though it, it, it there was some China moments that we didn't need, but it was still like kind of not your typical WWE. It felt like... I don't want to say like a cruiserweight match from like a WCW standpoint when, you know, years ago. But it was refreshing. It was I liked it. I like both guys. I think Kangles, man, he's before before fast. before D'Lo. That makes Goldberg's push look small. Before D'Lo and all that. And J- Jared and all that stuff. Who was like the last mid besides Sean? To have both mid titles, like the just uh, no one, no one no besides D'Lo, just, yeah. just D'Lo and uh, I mean Jarrett for a day, but yeah, but that's it. Okay. And they do a good job, including Angle of just erasing D'Lo's from memory, even though it was yep. like five months ago. <laughs> that never happened. Uh, it's a champ, champ. 
Uh, after the match, though, Earl comes down and tries to tell Tim White what happened, but Tim White is not having any of it. So, yes, we get more, more ref debacle. <sighs> yeah, cool. Man, Earl Hebner's like fucking Joe West. Like, dog, we're not here to fucking see you. Like, <laughs> right. Jesus Christ, man. I, I don't know if there's a referee I hate more than Earl Hebner. Just, like, as soon as he's on my screen. I'm Dave like, Hebner. Fuck. No, because he, he got his ass out of there and fucking didn't. Hog the Shane limelight. McMahon. Better ref than Earl Hebner. Shane's a good ref. Uh, we get a promo with Cole and the Dudley boys. Uh, Bubba might. Uh, Bubba says they one. might not have. Uh, Scott Armstrong. God, Jesus. I didn't mind him. Fuck I mean, it was guy. an annoying cadence. Fuck that guy. Um, that, uh, whoa, sorry. Dudley's uh, Bubba saying that uh, Mr. Ass might have got what he deserved by putting him through a table. Devon says that they would be tag team champs tonight. So our next match for the WWF <laughs> tag team championship is the Dudley Boys versus the New Age Outlaws. It's that weird thing that the Dudleys don't come out through the entrance since they did like the promo. They this came from the side. Yeah, it was like okay. Uh, Billy Gunn comes out holding his arm and he holds it the entire time. Yep. Um, Just announce he's hurt and do a one-on-two. Wouldn't have made any difference. Dudley's control Road Dog the entire match. Road Dog is able to hit a uh, superplex on Bubba. Gunn's going to get the hot tag, but can't uh, lift his shoulder up. Gunn hits a Famouser on Devon, but Bubba pulls him out. Road Dog is covering Devon, but Bubba hits Gunn with a pipe on the outside. In the shoulder. In the shoulder. Dudley's uh, Bubba runs in. And uh, hit a 3D for the win. Five minutes. So, as we said on SmackDown on the midweek last week, Billy Gunn had a shoulder injury taking the famous through the table. <laughs> and he's going to be out for a while. So, this is was their end game of like, hey, how can we cover up his injury? Got it. Have him come out and wrestle or stand there and maybe hit a move or two, and but then get hit with a lead pipe. Uh, so it's definitely, I definitely felt like um, the Dudleys were going to win regardless. So I don't think it changed the ending per se. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, to me, it's pretty clear the Dudleys were always going. It to definitely, win. I think, changed the placement on the card. I think it was probably supposed to be way higher in the card than it was. Or, um, or it could have been, really been like the first match to get the hot with the Outlaws coming up. First you could have had other matches be yeah. that down. Oh yeah. Um, God, when he went out to that Famouser, because he had to turn it air so he didn't land on his arm again, I was like, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. I just thought of this. Do you think that the reason this match had to become so short is why other abacles were added? I think so. Yes. Well, I, I gave this two stars. Oh, Jesus. I wrote, oh, you didn't know? Our era is over. The Dudleys pretty much manhandled Q-Dog and the one arm Billy Gunn. On their way to their first tag titles here, this felt like a changing of the guard. Yeah, it did. After the match, though, you can see that the they were arguing with each other, but they didn't really show it. It was like a quick, like, them yelling at each other, and then, like, that's well, cut away. It's typical WWE yeah. bullshit, which I knew they would. And also, I think, like, he's in a legitimately a lot of pain, yeah. and so, like, you don't want to put him on camera a bunch. No. Is he? It hurts, man. He's on, like good on him. Doing I'll give him the boss job going. Like, out and I'll it. give him the props for coming out there because what he did one arm was not bad, and he hit a famous. Like I said, he just had to turn at the end, so it looked awkward. But like you know, oh well, yeah, he's the best athlete in the match. 
and then in this match by a country mile too. So you know it is what it is, it, but it just blew my mind watching this match and seeing him come out, and you you can just tell like it, when if anybody hurts oh. their shoulders, you have it just dead across yeah. your chest the whole time that it's, you're injured, and he's just holding it when he, they're doing the if you're not down with that we have two words. He just lifts up the one arm, you know. Uh, I'll give him his props. They did the best they could. I would say, uh, Corey, did you see the a couple days ago on Twitter the for current day wrestlers that you did not know was big? Oh, yeah, yeah. Billy Gunn's always the one everybody talks about. Him it's like, got all. It's like, yeah, that motherfucker's giant. Yeah, because there, there was a photo of him and uh, Tanahashi. Yeah, and he's like he two dwarfs, feet. Yeah, he dwarfs Tanahashi, and Tanahashi. Isn't a super small guy. Like he's like six one, six two. Like he's it's a regular size man. But Billy's still six six, six eight. Yeah, him and Scott Hall are always the two that I go to. Yeah. Like, dude, they're huge. Uh, we go backstage. Speaking, speaking of huge, we see Angle uh, celebrating with the fans, and they show the replay of how he beat uh, Jerry Hill. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So actually, I actually like. I actually enjoyed this part because he's because he was doing it, but they didn't want him to celebrate. Yeah, he was like he was like, hey, you're celebrating. We're like, no, we're no, we're not. He's ignorant to the fact that they don't really love him. I actually liked it. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining. Like the fact, it's like that, uh, why, you can't boo me. I'm your champion now. <laughs> uh, we had a recap of Raw. Viscera giving Mae Young a big slash uh, on heat. Viscera and Henry begin to brawl. And that leading up to our surprise match of the night, our bonus match. Whereas WCW would put it, our special main event. Oh. Which one's, <laughs> no, the, that, no, which Viscera, one's the demon? They, Viscera didn't... Uh, Put that in his contract. So. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have Gene Simmons doing his contract for him. Jesus. As it's Mark Henry versus Viscera. Uh, People Vin- paid money for this on pay per view. Did they? Well, uh, four hundred eighty thousand. Two were for the Viscera. Two of them heard this match was happening. They're like, I've got to see. This. Stop what I'm doing. Who cares? Main, main event anywhere in the world. In WCW. Thank you, Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. They're hanging from the rafters to see this one, Jesse. Certain people hanging from Sandra. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Uh, Viscera gives Henry a stiff boot to the face. Uh, Viscera throws Henry into steel steps, and the steps went flying. That's definitely one word you could use for this match. Stiff. Yes. Uh, Viscera leans the steel steps onto the post and then throws Henry into them. Crowds chanting, boring. I, I mean. Viscera hits a Samoan drop. May then comes down and gets in the ring. Viscera shoves her to the ground. And goes for the slam, but Henry shoulder tackles him. And then Henry body slams Viscera for the win. Three minutes and 44 seconds. After the match, Henry helps May to the back. Three minutes and 44 seconds. You could have added on that Jericho angle match. Mm-hmm. So, Viscera is a forgotten piece in the Attitude Era. He is. He was a lot better than people remember. Mm-hmm. You know why? He was just so big. But he could move in that ring. He would be a lot more fondly remembered if they hadn't have made him king of the ring in 95. Yeah. King Mabel just put a stench on him. And then, you know, he fucking hurt The Undertaker and told oh, yeah. Pissy Cryboy had to fucking make a big deal about it. Yeah, but, but that could have been... I mean, people forget about that, too. But the the... At the height of your but, I mediocrity. Mean, fans did. Yeah. But Pissy Boy cried yeah, to the office, so it fucked his push. That's true. But, like, 
you don't get over. I mean, that's a bad booking decision. Yeah. And and he paid the ultimate price because the fans were never going to take that seriously. Mm. And because I I actually don't mind his viscera run. Like he's, no. And I don't mind later on the the world's largest love machine. That's right. Uh, he's perfectly serviceable, serviceable for a big dude. Mm-hmm. But he gets that stench. I mean, he's better than Mark Henry by a fucking mile. Yeah, he gets that stench, and uh, it it haunted him. Yeah. I uh, gave it a quarter of a star. That's, having said all that. And, <laughs> and, I, and I simply wrote, what the fuck? And there it is. And there it is. <laughs> That's all I can muster. What the fuck? That's oh. hilarious. I wrote May Young defeats Viscera. <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um, Russo's not even here anymore. God damn it. I got an idea. <laughs> Let's have May Young beat him. Put the belt on May Young. She'll kick everybody's ass. Uh, we go I backstage mean, with Lillian with one Chris Jericho. She's a bastard. She might. <laughs> yeah, Jericho and Lillian. Uh, Lillian thinks that there's friction between him and China because of what happened outside. Jericho says that there isn't anything wrong with them, but he has a situation with Angle and him celebrating with fans right now and thinking that he's the champ and he won it fair and square, but he will get payback. Blinking red light. <laughs> then we see backstage the EMTs checking on guns. Uh... Uh, shoulder as he's trying to tell him like I can't move it I can't move it it's fucking in pain leave yeah. me alone but boys let's go our next match as it's the Hardy Boys with Terry she has returned folks oh maybe so happy Terry you and Jerry Lawler hey yeah, that underboob dude I'm a fan of underboob Whose underboob is this it's my underboob it's under Terry's boob. underboob yeah. that I like versus Edge and Christian and what's the stipulation here the winner will be number one contenders and get the tag title match at WrestleMania 2000. Already making this match very, very important. Yep. Already. That one little stipulation. Uh, the acolytes do come out, though, as it looks like that Terry paid them off to protect her from those damn Dudleys. Or from anyone. Yeah, they're, they're celebrating. They want. Yeah. Uh, Christian does a backdrop to Jeff, but Jeff lands on his feet. Uh, Hardy's hit a double team move with Jeff going through the legs and Matt hitting a leg drop. Christian and Matt begin to chop each other like crazy. This match is back and forth. Christian does a drop toe hold of Edge into the groin of Jeff Hardy. Edge has Jeff in a snapmare headlock and rams Edge uh, on his knee. Oh, uh, Jeff on his knee. Jeff goes for the Hurricane Rotter, but Edge falls on his head. Uh, Jeff goes to do it again, but Edge then power bombs him this time instead, as Edge just fell on his head. Matt hits an elbow drop from the top rope when the ref was, dis- was distracted. Edge goes for the move um, from the top turnbuckle, but Je- goes for a move, but Jeff just drop kicks Edge. Uh, we have a double pin moment, and they all kick out. At this point, JR doesn't know who's the legal man. Hardy's hit a double team move on Christian. Both jump off the top turnbuckle. Jeff hits a splash, and Matt hits that leg drop. I'd rather do that splash. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Also, uh, somebody remember. who does so much aerial stuff, Matt Hardy's elbow drop. I'm good. No. Not good. No, I mean, J- it's no CM Punk, but, you know. A few uh, things are in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff jumps off the back so. of Matt, but gets speared. 
Edge goes to spear Matt, but Matt, Matt moves and uh, then hits the Trist of Fate. Uh, Jeff gets on the top turnbuckle, but Terry gets on the apron and shoves Jeff off the top turnbuckle. Like gasp. Like gasp. Christian throws Matt into Terry, but Matt stops, and then Terry slaps Matt. Christian hits the umpreter for the win, so your new number one contenders, Edge and Christian, uh, 15 minutes and five seconds. What do you guys think? Uh... It's not their best tag match. Like, they don't have bad matches because they're way too good as a tag team. But it's definitely not their best. They were definitely... This was like, yeah, we've done this. We'll just... We'll give them a match and then we'll get out and do what we need to do for the storyline purposes. Yeah. I I kind of agree. Um, I went three and a half. Again, really good match. These guys, like you said, aren't capable of having a terrible fucking match. However, I will say that they're running dangerously close. To just doing it too often for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been like since September of last year, yep. and it's like, all right, uh, good matches, but it's freshening these it up. Two need to take a break from each yes, other. Yes, yes. Because they're always going to be because how good they are, and they're going to be at the top of the title pitch. They're always going to be around each other. You just need a break. There's a plethora of tag teams. Yeah, they're, you've got they so are many. not short on tag teams. You've got so many. Um, the winning team gets a title shot at Mania. Terry is back. That's all. Wait. She screws the Hardys and popular face team, the APA, commit manslaughter. Yep. While E&C look confused. E&C, yep. After the match, Terry celebrates with Edge and Christian as they look confused on what the hell just happened. APA looks like their job's done. Terry celebrating until Matt grabs her by the hair. That means the APA then you comes done messed out up, Aaron. and attacks the Hardys. Farouk power bombs Jeff, and Jeff takes like a nasty-ass bump. Well, it's not so much Jeff taking a bump as Farouk uh, threw him to the fucking ground as hard as he could. Yeah, Farouk's like, have fun, kid. Jesus Christ. Uh, we go backstage with Cole and uh, Edge and Christian. Christian <laughs> says that they're happy that they won, but didn't think it would be the way that just how it happened. And Edge told him to pound sand. Edge is like, <laughs> listen, the Hardys would have done the same thing. So guess what? We're going to WrestleMania. That's a rated R right Is that a certain subtle heel move for Edge? I think so. Edge has always been a heel. Like, Christian was like, man, that's not how I wanted to win. And Edge is like, fuck you. No, fuck you. (laughs) I would have done that. Fucking leave then, bitch. I won then. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, But you did, and I did. (laughs) (laughs) I got an idea. Uh, Backstage with Lily and the Big Show. Big Show thinks that... what? Lily and the Big Show? Is that her name? (laughs) 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 Well, she sings the theme song now for... Big Garcia. Yeah, Big Garcia. Big G. Big Show thinks that if he shows the footage again, the fans might be on his side. So they show the footage, this time of the rock feet actually hitting the floor first at the Rumble. That still won't help you, Big Show. Notice they don't show Sean's uh, video. From that. They had a show at the beginning of the pay-per-view. I love the fact that I, like, it's just like, let's show the replay of Sean for that uh, show. Let's go to our next match. It's Big Boss Man versus with Prince Albert versus Taz in another special Jesus Christ. main event this, at this point, I'm thinking they're, they're tanking Taz on purpose because this is the worst feud you can put him in. Yeah. It, like it doesn't help that they're doing... The, uh, the reason why this match is happening, again, is because Albert and Bossman attacked Taz on Heat, which they did the same thing for Viscera and Henry. So, like, well, you got attacked on Heat. Let's make a match out of them. Also, Taz's character that they're giving him... <laughs> The he's a bit underdog. He's an alder dog. He's a pit bull. He's, he's a short motherfucker. It, yeah, that's just it. He's short. 
Uh, and they're fucking him over because his character is not that. His character is that he's a bad motherfucker regardless of the size. Mm-hmm. His character he's a bully. Yeah, and he will fucking kick your ass. The ultimate underdog. So don't Fuck worry, this was a quick match as they brawl in the entrance. Taz put Bossman in Taz's mission, but Albert attacked him. Uh, this match went uh, one minute and 23 seconds. I think JR's just mad because he knows Taz beat the fuck out of his boy, uh, Dr. Death. Uh, after the match, Taz gets double teamed by Albert and Bossman, but however, that grit of that bulldog, he doesn't stop as he keeps attacking them. They beat him down. For, I think this the beatdown goes longer than they the match. They beat the living yeah. fuck out of Taz. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, what, is there a hit on him or some shit? Like, God damn. Does he look at Stephanie wrong? Motherfuck, <laughs> man. Bossman breaks the nightstick over Taz's head. Yeah, holy <laughs> hell, dude. I actually enjoyed the afterbirth. That's why I gave this a full half star <laughs> instead of a quarter star. Jesus How hard it hit somebody to break a nightstick. <laughs> right. Here's my... Uh, Rodney King knows, but... Here's my uh, notes. Uh, what the fuck? I... <sighs> And this what the fuck is for. And someone's got a hit out on Taz to, to, to cut his nuts off now. Can you imagine? We Taz uh, test tag team. You Called got, the hit squad. You have, yeah, right. You have got <laughs> Angle and Jericho. Yep. Benoit Malenko. Yep. Saturn Guerrero. Yep. There it is. I know, but he can you know, do stuff. On top of X-Pac, uh, you've got young, viable... You add Taz to that because he can he can easily work those guys, mm-hmm. and has worked those guys. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point too. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Just what are you doing? What we are doing is that we're going backstage with Angle still celebrating with the fans. Then we get a recap of Kane versus Xbox, their up. history. Fucking god! Oh god! As our next <laughs> match, overstay your fucking welcome. As our Jesus next match is a no Christ. DQ match, no holds barred. As is X-Pac with Tori versus Kane uh, and with Paul Bear. Everything I said about Edge and Christian and the Hardys. Double. Times two. Uh, do you feel bad for Tori that she's supposed to be hot and um, she's not? Terry was in the show. Yeah, or, there's already yeah. another Terry. And then you're, neither one of you are Tori. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, but she is Tori. She's also Terry. Oh. In real life. I mean, yeah. hello. <laughs> it's very confusing. Barbie Blank. Uh, Have them all meet me in the bedroom. I'll figure it out. Yeah. We can, we can uh, play a little game. Uh, Xbox oh, tries... Yep, yeah, sure, they did. <laughs> yeah. Sure, Vince is a casting couch. Goddamn. That's hell. in the deep, uh, hidden gems. Vascular. Chocolate uh, titties. Xbox tries to leave, the, leave, but Kane catches up to him on the ramp. They brawl around the ramp a lot. Kane throws Kane into the stage, and then... Kane throws Kane into the stage? Xbox that throws was Kane. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've seen it. It's like Andre Trippin. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen the video of Andre slamming himself at three? Just like that. I saw a video of uh, I saw a video of Andre getting slammed about four years older than that the <laughs> yeah. other day on Twitter. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Weird. Kane gives X Pac a big boot and then hits X Pac with the trash can. They fight through the crowd. X Pac's gonna hit Kane with the chair, but Paul Bear attacks Kane. Tori then runs around the ring and then jumps on top of Paul. And then Paul chases her around the ring. Shenanigans. Yakety yaks over here. What the fuck are we da, doing? Da, 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 da. I, I heard the Benny Hill theme I music. Fuck, is it man. man. There it is. Uh, X-Pac dropkicks Kane, who was on the top rope. Uh, X-Pac then hits multiple kicks the Kane and then hits the Bronco Buster. But then Kane gets right back up. X-Pac goes for the spinning toe kick, but Kane uh, boots him to the outside. Kane goes for the tombstone, but X-Pac falls and then uh, behind him and then low blows him and hits the X-Factor. 
Bear gets on the apron to dispute that what this X-Pac did. And then I think X-Pac hits him. Kane then hits a top turnbuckle clothesline. Tori gets on the apron, and JR's like, Tombstone that bitch! It's <laughs> like, what? Again, <laughs> somehow Kane is a face, but the Dudleys are heel. I don't... How about the announcer? He's like, he's like Tombstone Tori. I mean, yeah, does that her- really shock you about Jim Ross? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Kane then chokes... Not King of the Mountain. That long. Kane then chokeslams X-Pac. Tori jumps on the back of Kane. Kane pulls... Tori over him and then tombstones her. Kane grabs the steel steps and X-Pac d- uh, drop kicks the steel steps onto Kane and covers him for the win. So your winner, X-Pac, First seven all, minutes and 50 seconds. I was amazed those tits didn't pop out when he pulled her down and to do the tombstone. Yep. First thing I thought was, my God, she's going to just Really right good out. tape. Really good tape. <laughs> yeah. When you're in a tube, t- tube, ta- uh, tube top, it's like, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> this uh, can, can we be done? Yeah, I mean, and also we've talked about this a lot. Like, as we're in the year two thousand, uh, how about a gimmick that doesn't fit anymore? Paul Bearer, yeah. Like, oh my god, yep. What's good as ashes? Uh, star and three quarters. <laughs> this better be the end of this fucking feud. The matches are getting worse the longer the feud lasts. Feel like um, there's at least one more. There it is, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, nobody is talking about this, but this feud has killed X Pac dead. I was actually thinking about that watching this show. Because you're not wrong. The Hill Turns killed him dead. The Hill Turns is terrible. Down. Is it weird how the karmic universe works? Because he tried to fuck over Jericho. Mm-hmm. It really has backfired. Yep. Of the two, you would much rather be Chris Jericho right now than X-Pac. Yeah, no doubt. And X-Pac is best friends with Triple H. And you're like, you know what? Nah, I'd rather have Jericho's career. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? It's, karma is a bitch. And it's also like, <laughs> of, all, uh, of all the people that when they reformed DX in October, <sighs> that you could just look at and be like, oh, this fucks him over. I like him. It's, it's X-Pac. The outlaws were already kind of stale bread. Yeah. Uh, he'll turn help them and all that crap. He was so hot, so fucking hot. From like January to like June, and he was just and ironically, X Pac was up there for my number one, yeah. my wrestler of the year in '99. Fire. Ironically, they teased X Pac or Kane joining DX because he was just for that first week. I think if they'd actually done that, yeah, it wouldn't have hurt X Pac that much. Nope. And it would have helped DX because Kane would black Kane suit. And Kane would have been the natural heater that keeps Triple H winning all the time instead of nonstop interference from the outlaws and X. But like, where Triple H would like talk shit to him, but like Kane would look at him like, I'm just kidding, baby. Like, he'd always be scared of him a little bit. It would have added so much depth to it. That's kind of what they did with Batista Mm -hmm. about eight years later. Yep. They finally got it. Yeah. Too little, too late. Um, This was just. Joe, did you actually like it? You don't give your opinions anymore. You just read what happens. You're damn right. No, that's his uh, opinion. We want your opinions. Well, well, well that's, not, that's not my opinion. <laughs> that's at nelsonentertainment.com. There it is. Uh, I didn't mind this match. I just, you know, we're, we are over the hill of Kane and X-Pac. It feels like it's been going on for over two years now. Well, keep in mind, between the, the tag team and the feud, they've been married for a year solid. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, right. And I, we didn't, we enjoyed the tag team part. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I, the joke is the only th- good thing that Xbox has been doing is the 
part where Triple H going, all right, kid, you're, you're, you're taking God on damn it. What? God damn it, yeah. I didn't mind this match. You know, it's just, once again, what we had a cage match at the last pay-per-view. Probably won't be the last one. We have another WrestleMania, so I'm, my assumption is... You are correct, sir. So, Your uh, assumption is correct. Yeah. I will, uh, I will tell you, this time they switch it up. No it's a tag game. match. Brother. So that was a no-no going. Let's go backstage with uh, Michael Cole and the Radicals. Michael. Michael. Michael asks if they're nervous, and they're like, no. Can you be more fucking condescending, Michael Cole? Right. Uh, are, you, are you weird? You're not good? Uh, Saturn <laughs> makes the joke that uh, after their match, the only guys that will have their dancing shoes on will be the four of them. Cole brings up Rikishi squash, uh, uh, squashing Eddie on Monday. Wonders if that would be a... Uh, if that would hurt their uh, morale, and they're like, just shut up. And he's like, I got an idea, and he pulls out like a fucking pipe. He goes, well, here's my uh, morale support. <laughs> okay, so before we go to the match, I've noticed something uh, since they've gotten here. That was awesome. Uh, I've, still have no, no. I've noticed something since they got here that wasn't utilized in WCW and unfortunately isn't utilized much more here. Malenko can talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Malenko, I mean, he may not be The Rock, but he's a I perfectly mean, serviceable promo. He is. He is the Iceman. However, it's just... Pritchard it always said he had personality, thing. and people were like, well, okay, show us. I'm sure. He's been, like, in some of these, he's been the highlight of their promos. But certainly, uh, you know who can't talk is Chris Benoit. He never could. Whew. Boy. Although I did like the, could you be more condescending, Michael, <laughs> if you tried? <laughs> <laughs> So let's go to our next match as it's a six-man tag of the Radicals of Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, and Chris Benoit. And it's still weird to see them here. It is. It's not, it hasn't sunk in yet. Right. With Eddie Guerrero versus Too Cool. Number this late in the card, who'd have thunk it? Seventh match of the nine. I just want to know, Corey. Yeah. Because I, I can't help it. I have to know. When do they start chanting with him when he does the worm? When do they start spelling it out? It's, it's sometime later in 2000. And I don't think it's too much. Because it is driving me nuts. Right? They're I, not doing it I'm doing it in my head. I don't like, like and, But the thing is, he's like always one, more than four. He's like more than yeah. four. And I'm like, W-O-R-R-M. I think, I think it's by summer. God, I'm, I'm like, pretty sure. Come on, chant. <laughs> Just like, and yeah, like, who, question. Yeah. Before we get further with that one. Do we do they do the fans do it themselves or do they spell out for them? No, I think it's a fan thing. That just okay, kind of... it just takes one arena to do it, and yeah, then everybody else yeah, follows. Yeah, yeah. but um, it's an all-out brawl. Nowadays, this... they would put it on the Tron. Yes, for sure they would. Yeah, throw You'd it have down Corey Graves do it. W R M R R M. Then I wouldn't do it because it wouldn't be cool. Uh, all out brawl start the match. Eddie tries to hit Rikishi with the pipe, but Rikishi grabs him and uh, hits him in the elbow. Uh, Grandmaster with the top rope face buster. Wait, where did everybody get pipes from? <laughs> Why does and they have lar- a fucking pipe. And like that large ass pipe. He too. picked this one up when Goldberg dropped it by the Dudley level. had it. <laughs> where are we getting pipes from? Just laying pipe? Pipes are us. Then drop kicks Ed, uh, on the Saturn. Grandmaster hits a running bulldog on Benoit. Rikishi stink faces Benoit. <laughs> Radicals attack Rikishi's ankle. Malenko you think he washed it. I don't know. Benoit's new, so he may not know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malenko puts Sky Too Hotty on his knee, and Saturn hits a uh, knee drop from the top uh, turnbuckle. Nice. Rikishi hits the Rikishi driver on Saturn. Uh, 
I was going to go for the pin, but Grandmaster stops him and tells him to uh, tag in Scotty to hit the worm, which he does. Malenko hits a chop block on Rikishi's bad ankle, and uh, after Rikishi hit a belly-to-belly on Benoit, Grandmaster goes to the top rope through the top rope leg drop and hits it on Saturn. And then Benoit hits a headbutt onto, uh, from the top rope for, on Grandmaster. Too cool to do a crossbody on Saturn and Benoit over the top rope. Malenko tries to drag Rikishi, but has hurt, uh, hurt his back, dragging his weight. Rikishi then hits the Rikishi driver on Malenko and goes for the big splash. But uh, he pull and it's, for me it's weird because he pull he pulls them over to where the radicals should be at where they tag them in. Even that questions Jr. and Lawler like why is he dragging it to their corner? That's pretty dumb of him to. However, Rikishi hits the big splash for the win. Thirteen minutes and thirty seconds. <sighs> it definitely went too long. Uh, I didn't hate the match, but it just this could have been done a lot sooner. Actually, rate, look at actually rated it pretty high. Actually, what'd you give it? Uh, three and a quarter. I went three. Um, I think the wrong team won. Uh, I don't only because um, it doesn't matter if Malenko and Saturn lose, and Benoit's just on the team, so it doesn't it doesn't hurt him. If it was a singles match, I would agree with you. But because it's the tag team, I don't think it matters. My thought process is um, WF fans by this time know what the score with the other company as well. Mm-hmm. So you probably wanted the guys you brought over to actually win because they never did on the other show. Um, and you want them to at least be something viable for your company. Um, and, you know, logistics means a lot. And Rikishi and Too Cool are so fucking over as a babyface team, they don't have to win. But in this company, they do. They always pay themselves into this corner where you can't have them lose but then you you've already had like four smoggy finishes you can't just have another one where's a dq or something and the, of course this company uh when anybody comes in you have to build them break them down completely and rebuild them so when they get over it's because of you and you not know, because it's a really good idea of using their star power you brought in for but yeah. sure um but yeah i also thought uh good match but it's beginning to feel same old same old now we need to move both teams on to new things, yeah. is what I put. Yeah. I enjoyed this match for what it was, but I agree. A little too long. This, I think they like wanted to make up because like the Henry Visser went goes three-something. Taz and Boss might go a minute and a half, so they well, let's add some time to a match. Let's just give it to the six-man. It makes sense because looking at the card, there's really only three matches you could add to, and that's the Edge and Christian tag, the opening match, and this one. Yeah. You don't want X-Pac and Kane to go any longer. You don't want Rock and Show to go too long. And you know, you know the Hell in the Cell is already going to go long. Yep. So, you know. Uh-huh. After the match, Too Cool does the dance. We cut backstage and Angle is still celebrating. Uh, we get a recap of the history of the Rock and Big Show's history as it's Rock winning the Rumble, Rock calling Big Show a jabroni and hurting his feelings. Uh, Big Show throwing the Rock through a window on SmackDown. So let's go to our next match as it's the Big Show versus the Rock. Winner goes to WrestleMania to face the heavyweight champion. Uh, they brawl on the, on the outside. Rock throws Show into the steel steps. They brawl through the crowd. Rock Back body drops Big Show over the guardrail. Uh, I got the, I just like in my head, like watching it. So Jesus, look at that video. Right. Uh, in my head, I just saw like Big Show's like ankle caving in the steel steps and ripping an Achilles. 
I was like, oh my god, please don't do that spot again. Um, oh fuck. Big Show then Gorilla press slams the rock onto the guardrail. Uh, Big Show yells at Earl throughout the match to make sure that to because he thinks he's doing a slow pin. We get a ref bump. Big Show hits the choke slam on the rock. No one saw Paul White about Earl's cadence. <laughs> right. Uh, Tim Wright runs down and pulls, uh, but Earl per- pulls him out. Then you hear no chance, and then here comes Shane McMahon. Uh, to a giant pop, by the way. Yep. Holy the, fuck. The refs, be- the refs begin yeah. to fight. Rock then hits Big Show with a chair, and then Rock bottoms him. Rock's going to go for the people's elbow. He runs one side, jumps over show, runs off the ropes, and Shane McMahon flying over Big Show with a steel chair and hits the Rock in the face. And Rock drops dead on show. Yep. Way worse than the people's elbow. So it actually did more hurt to show than helping. Shane then tells uh, Tim White to uh, get in the ring and make the count. Big Show covers the Rock for the win. Nine minutes and 33 seconds after the match, we see Shane celebrating with the Big Show. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, a giant pop when he came out. And, whoo, did that turn quickly when he hit Rock in the face with a chair? Uh, I thought it was a really good spot, actually. Uh, there's no way to time that well where it doesn't look a little clunky. Because if he's standing in that wave, then it's obvious. Oh, he did a good job. So, he did, you, you did the absolute best you could with that spot. Rock just did, like, a back um, body drop. And they did like a very good... Job shooting it. Yeah. You yeah. didn't see Shane come in until at the very last minute. They used to be good at stuff like that. Uh, well, yeah. there's not 97 camera cuts every 14 seconds. I just watched so. one of those 12 cuts in 8 seconds. I mean, fuck, man. <laughs> uh, I give it uh, two stars. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Typical McMahon BS that kind of took me out of it. Um, I will say this. This is a tired trope that they do all the time, almost every year now, where... Babyface wins Rumble, or heel cheats to win Rumble, and they have to have the match in February to right the wrong, or the heel will win, but the babyface will still, you know, they do this every year. At least this was the first time. Yeah. So, it works. It was good. That's the problem. It was a good booking thing. Yeah. So good. They're like, oh, let's just do it next year. Once you do it great the first time, you got to do it every time. We'll do it in 2003, we'll do it in 2004, we'll do it in 2005. You don't worry about that. Um, It's brand new every year, Clark. Sean, Shane got a huge pop, and I like that he's with Show, but just the fact that there had to be McMahon drama on the way to WrestleMania took me out of it. I was kind of hoping back then this would be the one year that wasn't McMahon-centric since the Attitude Era started for Mania. Like, yeah. let the action speak for itself. There's no Stone Cold, so you don't have to have Vince. Blah, blah, blah. And you know what's funny? Uh, well, I like the pairing of the two. Until about two weeks ago... I would have said, well, at least you have Shane because Shane cut a promo. Big Show's been fucking killing on the yeah, promo. he's been good on a promo. So I don't know what Shane's going to add to this partnership. Power. He could flex his political muscle. Well, hey, that's what my guess is. You know, we just saw that last well, promo from Big Show about how he hated uh, being Triple H's lackey. Well, he's going to love being a man lackey then. Yeah, how does he think this is going to end up? We, go to hit, we get a history. We go to the history of Cactus and uh, Triple H and the Hell in Cell. But then we cut back stage to Jericho, uh, to Angle still celebrating, headed in his car. And then China and Jericho jump Angle and shove him in the trunk of his car. And I'm sorry. That what? outfit China's wearing. 
It's the uh, jumpsuit wow. weight. Uh, <laughs> wow. Her all purple uh, jumpsuit. I thought it was. I thought it was grimace. <laughs> right. My grimace has <laughs> got some knockers. <laughs> all right. All right. I mean, he never not you know, didn't not have knockers. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So let's go. Is that our... Jericho the Hamburglar? <laughs> yes. These days. <laughs> let's go our next our main event for the WWF he- Heavyweight Championship. Hell in a Cell, and if Cactus Jack loses, he has to retire. As Cactus Jack versus Triple H with Stephanie, there are multiple chains on the cage door, so Cactus can't get out and jump off the top of the cage. That's I like, interesting. I like that touch. And like, it wasn't just like oh, there was one chain locked. It was like, oh fuck, we locked like this four. bitch down. No, it was I like four. It, it was yeah, that was a really cool twist. Because I actually I like don't that. think I had seen this match before, so I was like. Because Triple like, H does like, not want to do it. Obviously, they're getting out of the cage. So I'm like, how the fuck is he getting out of the cage? <laughs> that was a really creative one. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that little... little well, they, <laughs> haven't, they haven't had 75 sub-matches yet, so... Yeah. You know. <laughs> I, I, I like that idea of, like, you, they shut the door, and then they put, like, five chains up. It's like, yeah, you can't get out. It's like, that's smart. For a guy who's saying, I'm not getting you out, fine, you got to find a new way. Uh, it's a brawl to start this match. There's no punching. There's no... It's just punching. It's just as it them, should be. as I mean, it should be. Yeah. Uh, Triple H throws the still steps into Cactus. So, Mr. Booble. Yeah. Would you rather take the still steps or a chair? So, here's the thing. Steps. I would rather take the chair, but the chair is more disrespectful. Okay. So, okay. the stairs are not disrespectful. Okay. The stairs are a legitimate weapon. Yeah. You hit somebody with a chair. You don't throw a chair at somebody. It's super rude. I think more of your body will be covered by the steps, if that makes sense. Distributing the pain, I would rather take the steps but, than that singular stinging pain of a chair flying out of nowhere and just cracking. Didn't you hear, JR? Those stairs are like 2,000 pounds. Of course. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. That's why you know, Scotty Duhati lifts that butt to one hand, but it's sure, they're 2,000 pounds. Uh, Triple H puts the steel steps on Cactus and then hits the steps with the chair. Yeah, I fucking don't want that move, I'll tell you that much. No. Holy shit, dude. And then, and then Triple H blasts Jack with a chair. Jack low blows Triple H with a chair. Jack DDTs Triple H onto the chair. Then Jack hits a Russian leg sweep onto the chair. The reverse stroke. And then right. And then Triple H drop toast Jack onto the chair. Then he uh, Triple H rams Jack's head into the cage. Jack catapults Triple H into the uh, cage off the still steps. Jack, I saw it right there, right before that spot. Something fucked up, and I can't remember what it was. It was right before he catapulted him. Like, something, they fucked up something. I'm trying to remember what the hell mm-hmm. it was. I think Triple H got a little bit hurt. Actually. I think he actually, I think actually he, because he's supposed to blade. Yeah. But I think he actually got cut open the hard way. Because I think he hit the corner of the steps. Because I remember watching, he'd be like, oh, fucking Christ. Like, it was a brutal spot. And then he catapulted him, and that's where he went and needed the blade thing. But I don't think he needed because, to. <laughs> because then Jack then rakes Triple H's face on the cage, and this is when he's busted open. Yeah. Uh, Jack does his elbow drop off the second turnbuckle to the outside, but uses a chair instead of his elbow. Jesus, dude. Jack throws the still steps at Triple H, but Triple H gets out of the way, and that cuts a hole into the cage. So good. So good, dude. And the look on Foley's face, like, I got it. You know what's crazy? Is that that Foley spot where he does the elbow drop off the apron? Such a high spot in, like, the early 90s, right? And while it's not, like... A high spot, kind of where it were like in there in the time frame. It still might be the worst bump that anybody takes. It's such know. a brutal bump for 
it's Foley and the guy he's landing because he has to land on the guy to not kill himself. Yeah, so the guy has to take a legitimate elbow drop from a dude who's three bills. Ugh. To me, it's that and, the, <laughs> and that top turn, top turnbuckle leg drop, like brutal move. Because damn man, because Foley, uh, he's sturdy. <laughs> and he used, to, he used to do that shit at the WWE TV tapings with no with no yeah, pads. with no pads, just concrete. Just like well, fuck that dude. I think isn't that he did that the first appearance right in WCW? Yep. When he attacked Sting. Yep. Yeah. Fuck that. So then Jack gets an idea. <laughs> I got an idea. And he throws Triple H through the hole <laughs> to the outside. <laughs> uh, such a good spot. Jack then power drives Triple H on the announce table. It doesn't break. Of course it doesn't. Jack tries to climb up the cage, but Stephanie holds Jack. Jack gets a two-by-four barbed wire. Triple H sees it and tries to run through the, ca- uh, run through the cage. But Jack gets him and hits him with the two by four. Then Triple H climbs up it so he can get away from one catches Jack. Jack gives chase. Jack on the side of the cage, and Triple H grabs the barbed wire and rakes the face of Jack. And Jack falls off the cage, going through the Spanish announce table. So he's not as high up as he was against Taker, but he still falls off through the ca- uh, table. Jack is now busted open. Uh, Catches gets up and tries to throw a chair up, but he can't throw the chair up to the top of the cage. I like that they just audible to it. Yeah. It's like, fine, we'll just we'll do something else. We'll do something yeah. else, yeah. So what do you think the spot was supposed to be? I honestly don't know. I thought about that, too. I was like... Has to be... Like like they pedigree on the chair on top of the cage? That's what I'm thinking, because he does take one. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the chair would have been part of it. This part, yeah. Uh, Triple H lets uh, Jack up to the top of the cage, but hits him with the two by four. Mm-hmm. Triple H gets knocked down and almost goes through the cage in the corner. Yeah. I get, I'll be honest, I get such a queasy feeling in Hell in a Cell matches when they're on top it's of the cage. so off putting. I think it's more support, supported now, but then it's just like, I mean, no. I just. Oh, now Visser could be on top of that motherfucker. Yeah, I am anywhere, but. so deathly afraid of heights that them doing that just, I, I mean, I get uncomfortable. I am not I'm afraid like, as long as when I'm standing on a sturdy, uh, so not that's that. It. That's not it. that. Yeah. Not, not the chain link <laughs> I, I, fence On top part. of a scissor lift? Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking great. Yeah. On the ceiling? Hell yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, if I'm in a scissor lift or forklift, <laughs> I'm fine. Or, you know, but uh, that cage shit? But, yeah. Fuck nope. that, dude. Then Cactus is the snap mirror suplex and a double arm DDT to yeah, Triple H uh, on top. Yeah, a snap suplex from Cactus yeah. Jack? What, 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 what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> bang, bang. You get your shit in there. Much time left. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Show him what moves they're forgetting. Uh, he first time done. ever? Yeah. He did a fucking snap suplex? It's a, it's a callback to his uh, first OF match against the British Bulldogs in Jesus September 86. Christ. When uh, Dynamite Kid, who was famous for the snap suplex, broke his jaw. That checks yep. out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. With the clothesline. Yeah. Uh, Katus lights the 2x4 on fire. Fuck, dude. Hits Triple H with it, but he doesn't hit him with the fire. I hope not. Yeah. I just, you know. Triple H then back body drops Jack through the cage. Oh, I was like, my head was like, he fucking took it again. I know that one was gimmick. However, this was gimmick because there's a giant hole in the ring. That hurts worse, I think. I wouldn't want to take it. No. Just gotta throw that out there. I mean, I've heard Edge tell that story where he had to go through the ring and he was like, somebody asked him, did you rehearse it? He was like, fuck, no, I'm taking that bump once. 
Yeah. He's like, I saw the landing, saw what I had to do, and just hoped I'd fucking hit it. Because yep. fuck that. Yeah. Uh, Triple H comes comes down the cage by climbing down the broken part of the cage. It was a cool visual, though. Seeing him go. Because I'd never seen this match before, so I was like, holy fuck, dude. Triple Tri- H coming down, uh, kind of like half like a maze, like half like, what the... Yeah, like, and then he kicks him, he and kicks he moves, him. and he loses his shit. Love that visual. Triple it's H so pokes good. Cactus with his foot to see if, he get, if he's dead, so he can make the cover. But then Jack gets up, but Triple H pedigrees him mm-hmm. for the win. 23 minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, for my notes, uh, it was just... So I think we're probably all on the same page. It wasn't as good as the Rumble match. No. Um, it's not by a, a bad match by any means. Mm. Um, it's better than the Taker Foley sell. Although the, that one's more conic. It's, it's a better match. I don't know that it's better than Taker Sean. It probably is not. It's not. Um, this is the third sell, right? Well, I mean, no, Bossman and Taker at 15. Bossman and Taker. And they had a Kane, raw one. Easily the worst one. Kane, and they had a raw one in yeah. June of 98. Yeah. 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 So I've had five or six. Uh, this is probably the second best sell match then. Yeah. Up to the I, point. At the time, I would say so. Yeah. I can't believe. I thought I was going to be the only one with that opinion and, and have enough balls to say it. But yeah. No, it's better than Taker and Mankind and uh, fucking at me if you want. Now, truth be told, I would definitely rewatch Taker and Mankind over this one. I don't know yeah. that I'll ever watch this match again. It wasn't a bad match. I just don't need to see it again. Um, but it's definitely a better match for sure. Well, mostly mm-hmm. because Triple H also took the bumps. Yeah, fuck you, Taker. Go, go figure. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Uh, I went four and a half. Or no, I'm sorry, four and a quarter. Damn. Four and a quarter. Damn. Fuck. Yeah. This was a really fuck it up. This was a really good cell match, but it came across oddly melancholy to me. Yeah. Um, and I think I know why. This is the danger of monthly pay per views. This retirement step should have been attached to the street fight. That's how I feel about it. I don't- I was also thinking about it. I think the crowd in the arena felt the same way. They don't want to see Mick Foley not wrestle. Like, nobody wants that outcome. Yeah. So you're like, why well, don't... I Okay. So it would have been better off to have it at the Rumble, too, because it's not the final match. The Rock winning goes sends you home happy. And honestly... And it's a better match to go out on. And it's not because, like, because Triple H has the belt, so he has to be at Mania, but, like, if you're going to retire, you retire at Mania. You don't retire at no way out. Like, that's another thing. Why? I mean, with, with Austin, retire them at the bigar at the gar- and the garden. Like that's where you retire, or you retire at Mania. With Austin out, and The Rock is over enough. He doesn't yeah. have to be in your Mania event. No, you could have done this at Mania. Yeah, and that would have been like his farewell. You could have done anything with The Rock at Mania. It doesn't matter. At, at the time, now fast forward to Eric Rowan. At the time, you could have <laughs> like. At the time. Foley should be retiring either at Mania, SummerSlam, Rumble, Survivor Series. Your big four at in the time of, yeah, of this big four time big frame. Arena. Rumble was the time. Yeah, Madison Square the garden. garden. Yeah, with that match. Yep. Talk about going out of perf- perfect five star. Yeah, it's a five star match. Uh, so, but yeah, and it's funny that we're like nitpicking this. It's still a great match. It's still a really good it match. Is. It was I, just an I unnecessary match yeah. to me. It's just it's, I couldn't get past that. Yeah, it, it's like it was. It was a good match. It's just I agree. It's like. Hey. You have you, it's like you hit the home run with the second match with the or the first match the with the Royal Rumble, yeah. and it's just like there should be points where you go, 
No, he hit a grand slam. Yeah, with we, the we we hit a grand slam Call with the Rumble, it. and then we're good. We're not, we don't like, need to go back to it. We're fine. That Rumble match was the end of a blood feud, mm-hmm. so there's no need for the feud because Triple H didn't like winning, so he cleanly won in the ring. There's yeah. no need to have the match both times, both times. <laughs> like yeah. there's there's no need for it. That's the dangers of the monthly pay per views. Yeah, it's like oh, got to do something. Let's just go back to it. Uh, after We've the, seen that tons of times. After the match, EMTs check on Cactus. Foley walks on his own. Crowd chants Foley's name, a standing ovation. Well, that's what they say, but it didn't honest, sound like it. it. Didn't uh, sound like uh, it. No, no, like people were like, really? All right. No, I, I, it's it's another good match. It's just not needed. You did not need this. If you thought of it. Like we said, if Foley was saying, I'm going to retire, it should have met the Royal Rumble or yeah. give it to Mania. Well, as Corey pointed out on the Midway War Stories, which you can listen to at NoSunEntertainment.com, uh, he gave his fucking goodbye speech on SmackDown three days ago. Yeah. So, which already took me out of it. There so. was no, there was no uh, intrigue to the match but the ending. Nope. And, you know, I, there's a time and a place for a match to happen just to have a match. Yeah. Not here. <laughs> this wasn't needed. No. <laughs> it's like... It's like one of those things of they should have done the retirement match at Rumble because the fact that nobody would have expected him to lose. You know, like, try and catch you off surprise because it would be that shock and all value. However, like what Corey said on the midweek, when you do the goodbye speech three days before your show, (laughs) something's up. And you know what? Full disclosure, I believe Rumble would have been the retirement match if Austin wasn't injured. That's fair. But they didn't. They're afraid to go into WrestleMania season without too many big stars at the time. Yep. And now they're going without any, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, happy I think that media had, need to be in. I think, that's, I think that's part of it. If Austin's here, yeah. there's no need to keep Foley around. No. Which Foley said as much, pretty much, yeah. in his book. He was yeah. like, I, you know, I, they needed help. I kind of pushed off the retirement uh, because he was supposed to do it in like November. Yeah. And it was like, well... Right around the release of his book, it was supposed to be it. Yeah. And it was like, well, nope. Plus, you know, they added a couple zeros at the end of his book. Oh, and I'm he's sure. A, and he's a, he's a smart man. Yeah. I'm sure that it was he was compensated very well. You know, and didn't pay for anything in the next four months. Exactly. So. <laughs> Slept on the Rock's hotel room floor. Yep. <laughs> big bags of popcorn, baby. Yeah. So, Corey, what's your final judgment? Bum, bum. Uh, damn good night overall. Blows away the competition. <laughs> and the road to Mania this year, man, it appears to be paved in gold. So, yeah, definitely watch it. Recommend it. <laughs> There's a couple stinkers. But, I mean, overall. Yes, there is. I mean, every show's going to yeah. have them. Every, overall, it's a good show. Can't go wrong with it. Nope, yep. So, we've had this month two pay-per-views. Yep. Super Brawl 10 or 2000. And No Way Out. Oh, no way what out. was the better paper? <laughs> yeah, no way Out. I'm going to go with No Way Out there, Joe. And okay. a shocking turn of events. No Way Out. And then good news. Only one pay-per-view in March. But uh, then seven in April. Is it like Insurrection, right? Or no, it's no, Uncensored. Uncensored. uncensored there's no okay. WWF one. Yeah, and then in April there's... <sighs> like ten. It's three, three pay-per-views right. and two pretty goddamn big shows. TV shows. Yep. God. So, four we, we all agree. Jesus. Four pay-per-views and two big shows. God damn it. April's going to be packed. God damn it. Fuck Cannot me. wait. So, let's, we all, okay. of the four pay-per-views, three are WWF. I hate my life, Joe. 
It might be good though. Who knows? Rematch Palooza. Maybe not. Two K. WrestleMania backlash. Yeah. <laughs> so we all agreed upon that this was the better pay per view of the month. I mean, how L- could you not? Let's like, check the let's, let's check the buy rates. Okay. Well, so well, I remember. Uh, I like to meet the guy who's like, I like Super Brawl better. Well, there's at least point one zero of them. Super <laughs> Brawl came in at that point one zero. Did you ever find like the number for buy rates? No. God damn I it! I tried to find it. So last year, there was no no way out because of the NWO. So we had St. Valentine's Day oh, like, massacre. Oh, That's right. That got I a itself was a shit show. Which where is it? I have it here. Did not have a good card. No one match show. Yeah, very much so. I guess two Rock and Mankind. Oh, that had, was getting long in the tooth by St. Valentine's Day. And they should have finished up at the Rubble. <laughs> yep. yep. So you had St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That got a 1.21. Well, I mean, McMahon versus Austin. McMahon, Austin, the cage. Know, that'll do it. Mankind Rock, Last Man Standing Match. Corporation and then, and versus then nothing D- else. DX. Val Venus versus Ken Shamrock. Jeff Jarrett and Owen versus DeLorean and Mark Henry. Bossman versus Midian. Bob Holly versus Al Snow, Gold Dust versus Blue Dust. That and that's all. The rest were heat. The heat matches, too much versus the Hardy Boys. What a year that changed. Yeah. Viscera versus Test, and Billy Gunn with Triple H and X Pac versus Tiger Ali Singh. But the Attitude Era was great, Joe. And I found it. Yeah, you did. Super Bowl was seventy thousand buys. Jesus, Keith. Still better than all but one TNA pay-per-view. Christ. Yeah. Uh, this year's got a 1.2. Uh, technically, there was one that was way lower, like, early on, but because of the, the availability, yeah. like, the buy rates, like, fluctuated, which is weird. Yeah. Because the first Starcade got a 3.30 with 20,000 buys. <laughs> yeah, thank you, uh, Vince McMahon. Yep. You know the story there, don't you? Yeah. What's the story? Oh, Vince McMahon was pissed that they had the nerve to go on pay-per-view because that's mm-hmm. his. So he invented the Survivor Series to play the same fucking night and then told cable companies, if you want WrestleMania 4, you're going to get rid of the Crockett show or else well, I'm not giving you WrestleMania 4. And 3 had made, like, you know, a gajillion dollars. So all but two, all but two cable companies backed out on Crockett that, that said they would show it. All but two. We, we will get to this later than your guys. There are four pay-per-views that do less than Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You should send me that website so I can have right. it now. Yep. It's uh, not good, Bob. But you know what is good? Let's go to our favorite part of the show. Orgy? Close. The award show. Let's start it off with best match. I mean, if you don't go Taz Boss Man, what are you even doing? <laughs> What's the well, point of this show? The gimmick, sir. Now, What's the point of this show, then? I mean, I'm going to go Hell in a Cell. It yeah. was the best I match. mean, it's definitely Hell in a Cell. We can all agree to <laughs> that. <laughs> it's like the Creed from Office about how he... If they find out about him having a breathing issue, what's the point of him doing scuba lessons? <laughs> yeah. What was the worst match? Taz and Bossman. Uh, I'm actually going to go Viscera, <laughs> Viscera and Henry. Henry. That went longer. 
the beatdown was more entertaining than the. Plus, this May Young shit is just. I mean, yep. I've, I've, I'm done. Yep. <laughs> I'm done. Who okay. is your MVP? Triple H. You know what? I'm going to go Triple H, too. I flirted with just giving it to Foley for the fact it's his final, and he yeah. did great. He lost, though. But Triple H was really good that match, yeah. I thought. He, he was, was uh, he was damn good. Well, like, I'm going to give it to Triple H, but I, I, it's like that wave. I want to give it to the ideas of them going extra chains to the cage. You know, and uh, getting thrown through it, so that's how you get your opening. But it'd be Triple H. Who's your motive? Well, we talked about it earlier, uh, Taz. So <laughs> yeah, Taz, it's Taz for me. That's uh, I'm sure. You think he's regretting it right about now? I'm sure the paycheck's better, but he's got to be like, man, maybe I just should have stayed in ECW. Like, yep. Well, I mean, the paycheck to clears is better than any paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> Paul even sure tries to give you. So. He's getting more money now, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's not good, Bob. I'll go Taz as well. Who is Corey? Yeah. Who is Corey? Who is Corey? Um, that's me. That's good to know because WTF. I came away watching it this time with uh, like, kind of made the feeling I had the meeting that kind of permeated the whole show. It was a little melancholy. Like, I enjoyed the show. I mean, objectively, it was a good pay-per-view. Um, there were a couple of booking decisions I disagreed with. But that's every show. Yeah. This was objectively good. But I'm uh, not as amped about the road to WrestleMania as I was before I watched it, which is weird. But we'll see what it turns around. I can't tell if mine's a good one or a bad one. That's always good. That usually means it's bad. Uh, mine uh, relates to one McFoley. That's a hell of a way to go out if that's your last match. Yeah, I mean. I mean, Jesus Christ. We said it would be perfect to go out on the Rumble, but this is nothing to, to scoff at. I mean, this is a fucking great match. Yeah. Um, the fact that those are your two last two serious matches, that's a damn way to go out. You know. There's a... I don't know that Foley gets enough credit for showing up at uh, big shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, he's not going to shit the bed. Sean's like Mr. WrestleMania or whatever, but like Foley fucking delivers, man. When he's he not, needs to deliver, he fucking brings he's it. He's not going to shit the bed when you need him to, to, no. to produce. Um, mostly because he's willing to kill himself. Yeah. Um, I've, I struggle with Foley so much. I respect the hell out of him. I'm a fan of his. I, I don't mm. hate the guy at all. I love to listen to him talk. I think he's highly intelligent. For especially for what he's been through, especially for how is he still competently talking is what yeah, I want to know. Jesus Christ! Um, and I think he's hilarious. Yep. Um, but also, I of all the things that I don't like about modern day wrestling, more than a few of them come directly from him. Yep. So it's tough for me sometimes to be like, "Oh, Foley's an all time great," which he is. I'm not gonna say he's not. He's obviously an all time great. But some of the things he did, well, magnificent for him. <sighs> I got a weird parallel for you. Yeah? It's why, uh, while he's one of the greatest to ever do it, maybe I'm mean, definitely a top ten fighter of all time, Floyd Mayweather has done so much to hurt boxing. Yep. While being the best at it, and the, the way he, he managed his career was best for him. But hurt everything else. Everybody else is now trying to emulate that. And fuck, does it suck. Yeah, it's funny. That's, that's, that's how it is. It's like, Foley himself didn't do anything wrong. Uh, 
it's just everyone else who decided that's the way to go too without being in that same position. Yeah. It's hurt the business. Uh, I don't blame him as much as I blame the idiots who don't get it. But, you know, they're running rampant right now, so good luck there. Um, for me, my WTF was... It was an enjoyable show. Even though you do put on the the five-minute match between combined of Bossman and Taz and Viscera and Henry. And there's nothing wrong with putting those on a pay-per-view. Yeah, you need nothing. filler. You need yeah. breaks. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was just overall entertaining. Like, you know, the, we got sure the Dudleys and Outlaws match was a squash in a way because of a man being injured. But they were always going to win. It but they were always going to win. It didn't, it didn't affect the outcome yeah. of it. It may have affected the match quality, but like, okay. Hmm. You weren't going to get five stars out of the Dudleys and Outlaws, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, overall it was entertaining. It was, a, uh, what, two two hours and like 45 minutes or something yeah. like that. It was entertaining. In and out. You know? I like pay-per-views that are three hours and under. A tight, two, almost tight under three. Did yeah, yeah. talk about it? Hmm. Didn't, they, didn't they attack Gun on the show? Who? Yeah. No, it's Raw. Is it no. Raw? Later. Okay. So Later like, on. Yeah, I like a paper that's three hours or under. Nice and tight. I'm fine with Mania being over. It's Mania. I'm fine with Mania or being your big four. show. Yeah. Your yeah. big four, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we don't need Backlash or No Way Out to be four or five no. hours. No. Uh, Jesus Christ. Hopefully, that, hopefully they got that out of their system this last couple of years. And we can go back we're, to normal. We'll find that out later on when <laughs> we do talk about that on the NOSA podcast. So this brings it into this pay-per-view war stories. You can go back and listen to the Super Brawl 2000. Don't watch the pay-per-view. Listen to us. <laughs> yeah, do not next, do that. And the next one, man. Our next pay-per-view will be WCW. Uncensored from Miami. And I've only got one word for you, brothers. Yappa pie. Yappa pie. <laughs> I saw that promo on Nitro, and I cannot wait. So we're moving on to the... <laughs> Our next show will be the Monday Night War Stories. We'll Serenity be talking about now. <laughs> <laughs> Insanity later. We'll be talking about the fallout of this on for pay-per-view on Monday Night Raw and then the beginning, our road to uncensored for WCW. You can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right. The newly vamped nocellentertainment.com. It's the new new. New new. Yeah, I actually went and saw it. It's nice. It's real yeah. nice. It's, it's well done. Go fuck a look at it, you I marks. I couldn't help but notice there's a couple of more like Outlaw Mud Show Mark pictures at the top that I wasn't oh, yeah. familiar with. Yeah. There's uh, one. There's one little bitch on there for some reason. We kept them on. It would have made it would have made, made the photos uneven. Oh, in memoriam, I got it. In got memoriam, it. yeah. I got to figure you just made your picture bigger. We we, we, we then, thought about it. Well, yeah. not, this chair is a lot higher than ours. We thought about <laughs> it. But got that Shivani chair. We're, we're, I'll have the producer <laughs> fix it. Sure, a couple hours. And um, wow, you think she's bad at her job? No, is that a shot. No. I'll have her go make. She's that one. I'll make him black and white. So <laughs> another one dropped. Just a tally mark through it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's left? <laughs> Most wanted wall in the FBI. <laughs> yep, he's done. We caught that. He's, he's the Bin Laden of No Entertainment. We caught. We caught that. We've permanently compromised Devin Dolly. Yeah. We caught that pedophile. He's been neutralized. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, John Cena alerts everybody. Thanks, about John it. Cena. Thanks, John Cena. Too bad the Rock knew ten hours ago. <laughs> you know, the most important people on, on Earth are the first ones to find out. Yes. John Cena and The Rock. You know where the true power lies, and then an eyebrow goes up. 
Right here. Yep-a-pie. Yep-a-pie. So, yes, go to com. That's right, com. You can follow all of us or any of us on any social media website. We are on every one of them. Farmers only, baby. That's true. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.